Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. No, no, you were laughing at the actual jokes in the movie. There's a few good jokes. <sighs> It, it, it's a movie exactly made, a few. It's a movie made for well-adjusted people. You, I'm sorry. You laughed more than a few times. It's time to hack the movies with Tony and Justin. Sweet baby Jesus, Justin, how you doing? Okay, we've got sweet baby Jesus beer. I did not feel like a beer. I have a root beer. Oh. So do you get the pink straws on purpose? I've had the pink straws in the kitchen for a while now. I don't know. So yeah, we were drinking. Well, I'm drinking Sweet Baby Jesus because we watched a baby movie. Again. Again. Yeah. So like rewind. Me and Justin used to have a show. It's been scrubbed from the internet. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to name the show or no? No, nah, let's not. You don't want to, the, the show's been dead named? The show's, the show's dead. Uh, but yeah, one episode we decided to go, because we used to do like double features once in a while. Yeah. And one night we saw two movies. One of them was Ghost in the Shell. Ah. Yes. ScarJo. Which everyone hated that ScarJo was in that movie because they weren't ready for strong Jewish female characters. Am I remembering that right? I think that's it. I think that's right. I think that's what the controversy was. I will say the Ghost in the Shell, I actually really like how the movie looks mm-hmm. as a Ghost in the Shell fan. And I like the um, the song they used in the trailer. Oh, yeah. It was like the, all I ever wanted. Oh, right, right. All I ever needed. I was thinking the movie was whatever. The Depeche Mode, I think. Yeah. It didn't sit with me. I, I forgot most of it as soon as I left the theater. <laughs> But we did it. We saw a second movie that night, and that was The Boss Baby One. Yes. Uh, so we were, we were, uh, there were four people in the theater. <laughs> Two of them were me and you. Yeah. And we saw it at like 1030 at night, I think. Yeah. And now we, we knew why we were there. We were there to review it and be edgelords and make fun of it, ironically, and whatnot. Kind of like when me, you, and Mike Matei saw, uh, the emoji movie. Yes. But uh, again, this is late at night. There were two older gentlemen also in the theater with us at the bottom of the theater. I like thinking it was us in the future. <laughs> so we were sitting there. We're like, all right, we know why we're here. What's their deal? We're, well, listen, we're a couple pairs of gay bears. Tony. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That. I don't know what happened when the lights went down, but I think in our initial review, we said it's a great movie to give a guy a blowjob to at 10 at night. <laughs> you will not be disturbed if you go to see Boss Baby at night to blow a guy. Uh, but no, Boss Baby 1 was bad. No. I, so I watched it at midnight last night no. to get ready for this yes. review. Yes. And, and, um, and then we watched an episode of the show. We watched... Uh, Wait, yeah, which is back in business. Yes. So the Boss Baby 
back in business and now family businesses too. Yes. And I will say that the first one, it's not bad. It's by uh, the guy, Mag- Bloodbath McGrath, who directed Madagascar, does a lot of DreamWorks stuff. No, the first one was really bad. It's not that bad. See, people make fun of it because it's like Boss Baby and there's like babies in heaven and stuff. But all the scenes where it's like the Calvin and Hobbes style at imagination scenes and stuff, those are all kind of cool. And the whole trope of like, oh, your little brother, you know, because, like, you know, it, it's based on a book series. Yes. And like in the book, I think the idea was the, the younger old- baby bosses around because the family pays so much attention. Yes. Yeah. And then he decided to add this lore about a business in heaven. That controls baby love and and they're and they at have, they war have, with puppies and kittens and fish and fish to get the most love to get the most love for some reason. Yes, yes, for profits. <sighs> I don't know. I, they don't. But but should we establish the rules of this universe? They add a lot of. There's a lot of weird rules. So in the boss baby uh, cinematic universe. Yes. So the the babies are made. Who knows how? In a factory. In a factory. They are made in a factory. And then they are sorted, male or female. Mm-hmm. That's what the movie did, not us. Uh, and then they are put either into families or management. Right. And if you're in management, you're a boss baby. And you say immortal forever with a, f- a, sm- a magic fluid they have that's like milk. Yes. That you drink. And if you lose it, you then turn into an adult. Yes. And at the end of the first movie, when they, you know, because the boss baby is being, is is uh, Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. and he's infiltrating the family right. as their baby, because the parents work at Puppy Co., and they have to get insider information from the company to find out what the new puppy is that's taking all the love away. Because right. babies are losing the love I war. forgot most of this. I watched it last night. There's, a, <laughs> there's some adult stuff. There, there's, a, there's Star Wars references. There's a Mad Max Fury Road reference. The best Mad Max movie. Um, there's a, there's a whole plane full of Elvis impersonators. There's some, a lot of good Looney Tunes style. Uh, I don't remember. I remember the big fat chase scenes. There's the big evil... fat coloss- colossal baby. No, 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 not, not the boss one. Oh, big muscle baby. Yeah. Jimbo. I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah. That one was. So he becomes the mayor of the town in the second movie. Yes. Which we yeah. found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then Steve Buscemi was the bad guy. Yes. He, you he... notice something when you watch it so the second time. I was watching. Boss Baby last night, and I noticed that the lip, because I have a fucking animation degree for some reason that was wasting, and I noticed that the lip flaps on Steve Buscemi's character weren't matching perfectly, and I was like, because usually they animate to the voice, like they record all the voices and they do all that work first, and then they do the animation, right? Yeah. It's not like dubbing or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then I was like, that doesn't sound right. He must have been replacing someone else. Who did he replace? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh! Kevin Spacey was originally uh, uh, slated. Alec Baldwin's Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross alum. Right, yes. And that's yes. the other thing is both men, Kevin Spacey and Alec Baldwin, were in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, mm-hmm. which was the movie where he was like, put the coffee down. Yeah. Coffee's for closers. A, B, C, always be closing. Which was not a had. joke where you were like, oh, can I have a, a beer, Tony? You're like, oh, no, beer is for movie reviewers. I went with dumb pun about babies. And then at the end of the episode, we're like, oh, can I get a beer now because they're in the movies and then you do something funny? But we didn't think that far ahead. Your beer is cooming everywhere. I feel like this happens a lot. I feel like I've done this multiple uh, you're times. You're getting it all over my nutty professor mouse pad. 
that's been gross since 2001 and you also have a replacement in your office because you're a psychopath? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Put that cookie down. Cookies are for closers. So we watched the first episode of Boss Baby back in business. That's the show which the mo- which the new movie retconned. Yes, this Be- the, Justin was very upset. Because at the end of the first movie, when he when um Alec Baldwin's character, the boss baby, becomes the head boss now, yeah. and the whole family has to forget about them, they mind wipe everybody like men in black. Yes. Which you've reviewed before. I have. And um, except for Tim, so the only person that know uh, the young kid Tim, voiced by Miles Bakshi, mm-hmm. whose grandfather Ralph Bakshi did like Fritz the Cat, Wizards. That's insane. The second Lord of the Rings animated film. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a big animator. We've all seen Bakshi stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's impressive. Mm. Um, they and but th- and then uh, the TV show. They have all their memories, and they, they're going on further adventures. Yes. So they don't explain that at all. No. And you were very upset. Well, because you kept be- screaming, "This isn't canon." They're ignoring the lore. First, they ruined Star Wars, then Star Trek, then <laughs> now Boss Baby. Is anything <laughs> sacred? But you know, I'm, I'm just saying. In the first one, he gave this sacrifice, yes, for his business things to yeah. lose his mind and become with his family. Yeah. And then they just got rid of it with the show, mind you. Just like Darth Vader sacrificed himself to take down the Emperor, and then Kathleen Killity said, no, the emperor is alive and his granddaughter's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Same thing, if you ask me. Same thing. Yeah. So anyway. I'm going to drink this slowly this time. The show is now no longer canon. There was four seasons of that where they fight. There's cat love and all this other shit going on. I was skimming the Wikipedia. Ah. Um, well, it sounds terrible. It is. You know what else is terrible? Mm. This movie we watched. Ah. Uh, it's fine. Why are you doing... Okay. okay, okay. Okay, first off, we are both man children. Yes. Um, I am 37. Yes. And and if I and if, if I did what my father did, mm-hmm. right now I would have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 6-year-old children. Yeah. I have none. And I, you'd be losing fights to Tony Tarantino. I, yes. I have, I have cats. 
cat babies? I know you hate that. No, okay, cats are not people. Right. And pets should not be regarded as children. Sure. That's something sad people do. Flash to Kieran's Twitter says, <laughs> cat dad. Sorry, Kieran. Um, I, I don't refer to my cat as my son. No, he's just a prop for your social media ambition. He's a prop for my social media. He was supposed to take care of the mice. He he only killed one. Uh, and he's he's just the bait of my existence now. He doesn't let me sleep. I don't get sleep anymore. Yeah. It really upsets me. So anyway. I love my cat. All right. He's just an asshole. Um, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about this movie and you, we're not the audience for it. No, we're not the audience for it, but it is for an audience of uh, millennial types who have had kids so they can watch movies with their kids because there's so many like different things in it that, have, you know, it's yeah, but like the jokes are a little too old for uh, this feels like a, a movie for little kids and grandparents of anything. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Well, it, it does have a Rugrats vibe. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I didn't watch the new Rugrats because why would you? Yeah, why would The 3D anyone? one. But. Cartoons are for children. Then again, we did watch Boss Baby 1, 2, and some episodes of the series. Yeah, well, we're, we're doing it as a public service announcement to tell uh, people not to see it. Right. So can we get into this movie? Sure. Uh, it opens up with kind of the Shrek music, but not quite. It goes DreamWorks. Yeah, and we were expecting like a, like a Shrek kind of opening. Like, maybe they were parodying it, but then nothing happened. And then I thought, we should go back in time and kill Shrek so this movie never gets made. Wow. And other Shrek things could never get made. Or Madagascar or Kung Fu Panda. I do like Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like Disney. Like, Disney, when you see the, the castle in the beginning yeah. of the of Pixar and stuff, it plays, like, the When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Uh, the Shrek theme, like the, like, the melody just became the DreamWorks theme. Really? I don't remember that in any other DreamWorks movie. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we find out Tim has grown up now, and he's a stay-at-home dad. Voiced uh, by James Marston. James Marston, Cyclops himself. Which is funny, because in the first one, his older self is voiced by Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And I guess they forgot about Tobey. And that's like the last movie Tobey Maguire has done? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. The last on-screen thing was that show, uh, Spoils of Babylon, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a boss baby, and then I don't remember anything else. I know he's coming back for Spider-Man, so yeah, that's going to be exciting. Uh, but yeah, he's a stay-at-home dad, and he still daydreams instead of getting a job. <laughs> he's just daydreaming mm -hmm. day and night. Right, because this has, the, as I said, the Calvin and Hobbes-style yeah. animated like dream sequences. Right. And boss baby is now boss man, and he's super rich. And he buys his kids like expensive things like ponies and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I saw like like Tim Templeton. Everything's tea. Everything's gold. I thought they'd be. A, I thought they'd do a Donald Trump thing, but clearly they they would not. But yeah, twelve years ago they would have. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what is it? Uh, his youngest, his older daughter, is like growing up. Tabitha. Tabitha, and she's like getting older, and she's looking in the mirror, and she sees a. Uh, we can do it thing. So there's some feminist propaganda in there for Newt, which I know he's a big fan of. Well, and I, I will say, you know, with the first one, the big theme, the big trope being, you know, brotherly love and mm -hmm. love is more important than work. And um, the younger brother, like you have to work together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Of course, the baby needs more attention kind of a thing. This one's kind of like, am I not cool enough for my kids? Yeah. Is my, am, you know, these memories going away. There's some of that in there. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, he has a younger kid. Why doesn't he care? Anyway, 
Um, she says, boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Because kids today love saying boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. I can't, I can't count the times I've seen kids dabbing and flossing and saying boom shakalaka. I like your so- floss. I can't actually floss. I can't actually do you it. You put your hips into it. This looks awkward because we can't actually see her arm. <laughs> uh, also, he tells he's trying to sing her sing to her, and she's like, "No, Dad, I want to listen to white noise. Get out!" And he's like, "Let me tell you a story. Did I ever tell you the one about your your uncle?" And she's like, "Yes, he was a baby. We could talk and walk." He's like, "Wasn't it good?" And she's like, "No." And he's like, "Were the jokes good?" And she's like, eh. "And I'm like, oh wow, this right. kid's reviewing Cause... Boss Baby One for us." <laughs> Because the first movie, which yeah. takes place in the 70s, it had this big family core thing where the parents were, like, mm. babying the first kid. Right. And they would play him songs, so he's trying to do that for his kid, and I guess she's growing up and growing out of it. And uh, he goes up into his attic to reminisce, and he finds the wizard alarm clock. From the first one. So I, from what I remember, I thought maybe it was just his imagination that the wizard alarm clock... It can... is. No, it's... It's pretty sentient. Yeah, but no one else can see it do things, just him. But but how does that work? Because I get magic babies, but now we have magic alarm clocks. That's that... that's a Gandalf ripoff for some reason. Yeah. Is, is this that... is this fucking is this Toy Story? What is this? I don't know. But in this one, it's missing an arm. Right. And it's very upset about it's that. It's upset about that. Where in the last one, it made a prison shank. It was That's in, right. Yeah, because when it was they, when, they, when he go, when he gets grounded, it's like he's in jail. A yeah. lot of prison references in this movie. Uh, there was a whole Shawshank scene. Yeah, they literally play the Shawshank music because we watch it with subtitles, and it's like I think May or something from Shawshank starts playing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the dad goes to tuck in the younger daughter, and it turns out she's in management. She's a boss baby. She's a boss baby, and she's in the family business. She even has her own little suit. Tony, did you know that I am a boss bitch? You're a boss bitch. Mm. Huh. Care to elaborate? <laughs> no, that's just, that's a hashtag I saw. I thought I'd ride on it. Tony, who, you're, runs, you're the trying, who, you're who try- runs the world, Tony? Girls. Oh, I had a different answer. Oh. <laughs> They'll come up later in this film. They'll come up later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently the dad remembers everything from the first one, right? Yes. The but um, Baby Corp. He's like, you're from Baby Corp. Yeah, Baby Corp, Puppy Corp. But the yeah. so in the last one, um, Alec Baldwin's memories were completely wiped. Yeah. And we're going to retcon the, the four show. seasons of the show. Yes. So only Tim knows. And everyone thinks he's a crazy person because he's over-imaginative. Uh, yeah, so she's basically like, I, I'm on an important assignment. You need, We need to get our uncle. You need Uncle Ted, boss man. You got to bring him here. And he's like, ah, we've like grown estranged and uh, we're not really together anymore. But then I guess she fakes like a phone call. And she's like, uh, my older sister fell and broke her arm or whatever. So he shows up in a helicopter. Yeah, lands in the street. Lands in the street. Dollar bills just flying everywhere and a red carpet coming out and kicks the bike. Which did he do that in the first one? Yes, he the, the bike in the first one had training wheels on it. Right, right, right. And he walks in. He's like, oh, my God, I heard there was something wrong. And they're like, no, nah, everything's fine. Uh, and then uh, which we call it? The brother Ted? Tim. 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 No, Tim and Ted. Tim and Ted. I'm just going to call him Tim and Boss Man. Just say 
James Marsden and Alec Baldwin. Okay. Just say Baldwin. So James Marsden's like, listen, boss man, this is the new boss baby, and she's got a plan for us. And he's just like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Right, because he does have memories. Yeah, but then she puts the pacifier in both of them. Which lets them holographically teleport to... To heaven. To uh, Baby Corp HQ. Which is in heaven. They don't say it's heaven. They just say it's it's up up there. Why do I remember them specifically saying it was heaven in the first one? <sighs> they bring up baby Jesus, which comes back in this one, oh. but they don't ever say it's heaven. Hmm. And they kind of drop the whole stork thing. I don't know. I didn't read the fucking book. <laughs> it, fine, it's heaven. I forgot there was like a stork thing. <laughs> There's a stork thing. So does every other animal have their own baby corp? Or is it just humans? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> it might be just mammals. Like, is there like a platypus? Maybe I don't. Well, well, if they're in competition with the cats, the fish, and the dogs, they must all have their own baby corp. Oh yeah, like is Puppy Puppy Co making the puppies? I don't know. Are there boss puppies? There oh, must have been in the series. We didn't watch oh, that far. Oh in. my god, you know they're gonna do boss puppies at some point. Huh. It's like Air Buddies. Air buddies go to space. Air buddies. space buddies. Spooky buddies. I yeah. remember that one. Yeah. The, the Air Bud like, series is ever expanding. Like It doesn't stop. It <laughs> he, just keeps going. <laughs> how long has Air Bud the dog been dead for? <laughs> like 20-something years, I guess. Oh, no. Um, well, you know, athletes. <laughs> Shame. So, yeah. Uh, she's concerned about the school that her sister's going to. Acorn. Acorn. Where this is where we meet the bad guy, who is Jeff Goldblum. Who you know what? He's having a lot of fun. Yeah, like he doesn't seem miserable. Like Steve Buscemi, if I remember right, he's just was whatever. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum seems to be having a lot of fun in this. Uh, but he's like a crazy guy, and he he thinks kids are so intelligent. And he blames parents for holding them back, and all these schools are cropping up everywhere. And she's like, oh no, this is gonna rob kids of their childhood. <sighs> I guess they're working too hard. I guess because they're not having fun. I don't know. Wait, what? Don't they run on love? Do they necessarily have to care about the happiness of the kids? Please continue. <laughs> Please don't even think about it. All you need to know is they need to stop this school. They have to stop the school. And also, Boss Baby said he only had three years of childhood and it was the worst experience of his life. Yeah. And that was a line. But they introduce that uh, there's a new liquid concoction that they made. Then the new super milk. Yes, that will turn them into babies again for, for 48 hours. Yeah, make them younger for 48 hours. Because they have to <sighs> infiltrate the acorn Right, they school. have to go undercover. They couldn't send any of their own babies down there? Well, Boss Baby was the best baby. They built a statue. They built a golden statue. That's there. right, he has a golden statue. <laughs> isn't that isn't that like against the first... Uh, um, what do you call the things Moses had them? Commandments. You shall. Well, they didn't say that it was a god. Yeah, but they're worship. They're in heaven worshiping this golden Alec Baldwin baby. Yeah, but no, it's like you should now not have any other false idols or gods before me. It's, mm. As long as they're not worshiping it as a god, right? We'll I see mean, how we get to the end of, by the end of the film because <laughs> they build. They make another one. They do make another one. They do make another one. Uh, yeah, so they drink. The potion. Well, they fight over it. They fight over because it. Because the mission's only for Boss, boss baby. baby. But the, the daughter is trying to 
pulling the strings to make sure both of them go. Because the whole point of the movie is they want James Mar- Marsden and yeah. Alec Baldwin to get to be to, to you know to be brothers again. Yes. Well, that's her mission. That's not a baby court mission. She's going rogue. She's going rogue. <laughs> Which is like a Mission Impossible thing, which this feels a lot like Mission Impossible in certain scenes. Not good, oh, but... My fa- one of my favorite parts of the movie is when they're explaining, you know, when they give them the mission and they have to go in and they, they have to... I'm putting it down too fast. They have to plant a bug and like put like a plant in there and it's actually a bug and a plant. That's pretty funny. That's pretty that funny. funny. That's a pretty funny sight gag. Yeah, so they fight a bit. They go... They they, they do some uh, Benjamin Button shit. Oh, yeah. They're They're... They're reversing an age yeah. while time warp plays <sighs> because they're because like the time warp. But then the mom and older daughter come home and they have to like hide from them. Wacky shenanigans happen where they're running around as they're getting younger and they're fa- They still have their adult voices. Yeah. 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 But they're talking about how like, uh, oh, we're going to go on a trip to reboot our relationship or something like that. Yeah. And they, they, they trick the pilot into flying away. Yes. So the, so the, uh, the, the daughter and the mom think they left and yes. abandoned them, but they are hanging out in the attic together. as babies, as babies. Well, he's like, he, he's, uh, Tim's character. James Marsden is the same age as he was in the first. Oh, movie. right, right, right. Because they had to somehow write themselves into a position where, Oh, how do we do the same movie again? Or they're the yeah. same age because they couldn't be adults in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. And four years seems like a while between sequels like this. Well, they had the TV show to uh, hold it over. That was keeping the brand alive. This is kind of a tough brand to like build a franchise on. I agree, but it happens. <laughs> anyway, um, oh yeah, and at some point they're pinching each other's nipples, and that goes on for a really long time during the time warp sequence. Uh, yeah, and Tabitha just, like, doesn't like her dad. Yeah. Because the mom's like, are you, are you, do you miss dad? And she's like, whatever. I don't give a shit, mom. Fuck you. That's what she says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's weird they got away that one PG-13 curse in this. Yeah, it's weird. I was shocked, actually. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. Uh, and Tim has, like, a weird nightmare that looks like, uh. Uh, leaving Lo- Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Or, like, the, um. Which we have a review of. Nobody watched it, but we have a review of. Or it's like the courtroom scene in um, The Wall. Right, 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 right. Then, Which I also have a review of. So does Doug Walker. It's Ooh. pretty good. You should uh, watch it. I'm not familiar with that uh, familiar? review. Oh. I know Doug Walker, but I didn't realize he reviewed The Wall. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah. There's like a crazy judge sequence where like his family is all judging him and his, his alarm clock is judging him, which that was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then... um. The next morning, they oversleep because he's on Tim time. That That's a thing that comes up later. It's rude. Yeah, it's rude. Uh, so they have to get to the bus, and at some point, they get into sailor outfits. Because Well, because they have to keep bringing things back from the first movie. Were they in sailor outfits in the yes, first movie? Yes, they take a dumb picture together. I guess when, I should have rewatched the Because in the first, first one, movie. they're pretending to be good brothers so the parents let them do things. Mm-hmm. In this one, they have to... Recycle jokes from the first movie. I, I really am pulling a mint salad. I totally should have watched the previous movie, so I knew what we were talking. I about. watched it at midnight last night. <laughs> what miserable existence is this? We're watching Boss Baby movie. I don't know, man. 
yeah, so they go on a wild chase throughout the city because the boss baby can now control the pony. Oh, yeah. You forgot about the pony. Yeah. No, I mentioned the pony earlier. Yeah, the pony's a major character. Yeah. yeah. And the boss baby can control him. With... Well, because it because I guess the pony realizes that the baby's adult self bought the pony, therefore that is the o- pony's owner. Maybe, maybe, and uh, it does a whistle like Mac and me to yeah. get him. Yeah, uh, but they cause a disaster in the town. Oh, the, yeah! By the end of it, there's like a, a mushroom cloud. Yeah, they nuke the town. They nuke the town. Everyone <laughs> dies. Uh, oh yeah, but I, I don't know if you notice. Oh. This movie had two mushroom clouds. It did. And the first movie also had two mushroom clouds. Huh. Yeah. They really like their mushroom clouds. I don't know why I remember <laughs> figure that one out, but I, I was thinking about that. But yeah, so they're running around the town. Uh, the triplets from the first movie yes. are now bike cops. But we thought that they were girls in the first one. Yeah, but they're boys and they're all like you know they're like well, they're y- men they're well they're like ymca like, they, they, they look like the fucking village people cops yeah a little bit yeah and they uh, like the big like like fireman cop mustache yes and then the other two babies one became the mayor and then the other girl became his wife i think i think or they're just friends because yeah, then cause, yeah because there's a, the, the one uh, yeah. girl baby and then muscle baby yeah and the then mayor. they chase them through spirit stallion of the cimarron yeah, they go through. They go, yeah, it's kind of like the, where there's just one guy watching in 3D. <laughs> it, it's like the uh, uh, what the hell was the scene in um, Sandlot? Uh, the Sandlot, where they go, the where, Wolfman. Where, yeah, the beast runs through the screen. It's yeah. like that, but it's Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, which I watched in theaters when it came out because <laughs> I worked at the theater at the yeah. time with Newt, and I was like, ah, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you're right. They make a giant like snowball that just crushes the town. It's like a I, I do like that the guy with the 3D glasses is like, this looks so real. Like, he has no idea. It's like a Katamari. Yeah. Well, you, well, you and me were going to watch this in theaters. In, yeah, uh, you said I got us 3D tickets and then we didn't see it in yeah, theaters. Sorry. I don't know if that would have helped. Well, the other day we were doing a review in here. I forgot if that one's come out yet. I don't think so. I don't think it has. And we were talking about how 3D movies are dead. Yeah. But this one's back. It's back, baby. In 3D, but only at Regal Cinemas, which is weird. Hmm. So now if you want to watch I mean, 3D movies haven't really died. They're still No, but it's weird. But in the sense that, like, 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 like a theater can have exclusivity over the 3D rights of a film. Yeah. Yeah. No, the 3D thing now is because I think in in China, your movie needs to be in 3D. Really? I think. I remember that was one of the rules, I think. And then. But. And we watched this one on Peacock. Yes. Because. Universal owns NBC, yes. which owns DreamWorks. Therefore, it's so hard to figure out who owns what and what goes where. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying. Um, but no, no, there's still, I think a lot of like the big movies are still in 3D. So they no, but I, I was going to get us tickets and the theater was actually packed. You couldn't reserve, like, I was impressed. Well, we should have got tickets at 10 p.m. again. So we'd only have to be sharing the theater with two gay men. We would ignore because that's their right to do whatever they want. Mm. And we would have just enjoyed Boss Baby too. Tony, Pride's Month over. You don't have to care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm kidding. I, I, love, I love gay people. Is that like the walkway? Oh, yeah. Did you see that? They, the they, crosswalk in the one city? They painted it overnight. <laughs> like, why not just leave it up? Philly has a, a Pride walk thing that's been up since like the mid 2000s. It's Philly. Yeah, I guess so. They have a neighborhood. That's true. Okay, so they finally, after nuking the town and killing everyone, they get to the school. 
And then they lure some kids into the bushes with $100 bills and then steal their clothes. And switch them with sailor outfits. Yes. Yes. And then the, we never see those kids again. No. I assume they just took that money and Fuck did them. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they break into the school. Boss baby goes with all the stupid babies. Well, what happens was the kids are going to school. Everything's like um, the whole school's on the spectrum because there's a color. There's spectrum. a color. Spe- God damn you. God damn you. What? So there's there's red and yellow and green. Yes. We're just talking about the pride flag, right? Yes, yes. And I guess all the dumb kids are on the the warmer side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. like yellow, orange, uh, red. Yeah. And then the the higher side, the ultraviolet side, blues, purples is the super smart kids. Right. And because um, Tim's daughter Tabitha is in the blue, he switches his his little necktie acorn thing with mm-hmm. the boss babies and puts boss baby in the yellow squad and he goes with the blue kids okay. so then he can creepily hit on his own daughter which happens a lot he's not hitting on her they, but things are said yeah especially he, at the end he's not hitting on her but i do get like marty mcfly vibes calvin klein calvin yeah it gets it gets a little weird it's weird it gets a little weird, and it's not supposed to be, but it comes off very weird. And I don't know if this is some sort of um, indictment of the education system mm. and, like, hosting up those and this competition and this strict thing yeah. versus just throw them in there and no child left behind. Let's see what happens. There's something there. Yeah. Because later you, later you find out that adults are ruining the world and they you know, made war and, and global warming mm. and, and toxicity and all this stuff and kids are the next those. chance kind of a thing. So I don't know what they're trying to say with the school or what a kid would think about it. But anyway, they're yeah. going to the smart class. Yes. That And Jeff Goldblum is their teacher, but he's on a TV screen. Yes. Which a lot of kids can relate to these days. Did I mention it on the show? Uh, when I was hanging out and showing my goddaughters, Godzilla versus Kong, the youngest one started playing with Legos and her dolls and then she like built like a desk and everything and she's like look it's going to zoom school and i'm like wow we are in a fresh hell aren't we (laughs) where this kid's imagination is this barbie's learning school from zoom (laughs) yeah well there's also a you know i know a lot of people who are teachers um and they're just like yeah that the, the two or so school years that went through this or whatever like graduating Mm -hmm. they're fucked yeah they're completely fucked yeah like it's like if you're in fifth sixth grade 11th 12th grade college like it was a huge problem yeah so sorry guys sorry we we got our education yeah i failed out of college but i passed all my film courses and that's all that matters you know what the smartest thing i ever did in college was justin Mm. I skipped one of my senior thesis class so I can go to a book signing of a now failed comedian who pretends to be a banana and I met you and Newt. Who would have thought career-wise that'd be the smartest move in the world? Yeah, we found out today that Newt was there. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did not know Newt was there. So the stars just aligned and we're doing all this cool what was stuff. That? Was that 2012? It was 2011. 2011. Yes. 10 years ago. Yes. I've known Newt for 20 years and you for 10. Yes. And here we are living the life. And the guy we went to see is pretending to be a banana. Anyway, let's keep going. Sure. Yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're at the school. Yes. And uh, what's your call? Uh, 
Tim. They're in class, yeah. Yeah, Tim is trying to, like, get in trouble to go to the uh, principal's office. Well, the whole classroom's on this weird ranking system. Yeah. It's almost like Jeopardy. If you get a question right, you get elevated. And if you get a question wrong, you get de-elevated. Yes. And Tabitha's, like, winning. And there's this, like, weird ginger redhead kid in the class that's, like, the bully. Mm-hmm. Which, that doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. I mean, who's ever been bullied by a redhead before? Mm. Cut the picture of Newt Wallen and Crystal. Anyway. Uh, oh, speaking of that, speaking of redheads, uh, Tim at the, no, Ted at the same time, boss baby is stuck with the little kids and, uh, there's multiple little kids there. There's glue kid, glue kid, there's blue hair kid, blue haired kid. There's, uh, there's one more kid before the kid I want to mention. I forget what it is though. Mm. I don't know, but there's crystal baby. It was like the goth baby. Yeah, goth baby, who you guys kept calling Crystal the entire time. Looks like Crystal. <laughs> and she's the most horrifying thing in the movie. She's the scariest thing I've seen in the movie. In a yeah, long time. it looks like Crystal. <laughs> but I love she's just like, I like ponies. And I love that, the that part. The, the, that, the, the movie gets funnier from this point on. Yeah, and I do like when she's just like, don't stand near me or whatever. And yeah. Boss Baby is constantly freaked out by ba- her. Boss Baby's goal is to escape this room, this padded room, by yes. the way, yes. with the other delinquent children. Yes. And find his way to figure out what the plan of the bad guy is, Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum. Yeah. And uh, Tim's job is to save his daughter or hang out with her. There's no learn, point. I guess learn more about his daughter and relate to his daughter and find out. Oh, and, like, he, and he takes the name uh, Mar- to his, his, Marco. You know, M- Marco Lightspeed. Jeez, so he becomes <laughs> Marco's Lightspeed. Yeah. And he uh, he he draws on a mustache and tattoos. And because says, he because he's trying to get sent to the principal's office. Yes, and he says everything is stupid. So he can roam the hallways and, and, and oh no, he's on the same mission trying to get through yeah. another way. He's just crappy at it. Yeah, but then he gets sent to the, uh, do I have it here? Hold on. Oh, he gets sent to the Amazon pod. Amazon? You didn't see that? No. It was this idea that was proposed by Amazon. They built these pods and it was like for their stressed out workers because they have like horrible working conditions. Uh. When they're sad, uh, they could just sit in this tiny pod and listen to calm music or something. I'm like, that is super dystopian. Wow. It's like, no, you're not allowed to leave work. We I know. will not pay you. Get in the pod. Was, wasn't there a thing with Amazon where um, the air conditioning or something broke in one of their facilities? And they realized it was more, it was a cheaper alternative just to just hire more ambulances to stay out front rather than cool the employees or get fans or something. Aren't you glad we killed small business to help those guys out? Anyway. We just need more robots. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets put into the Amazon Amazon pet. Oh, and it's, pod. it's playing Enya. It's playing Enya. It's like, sail away, sail away, sail away. Which yeah. was on the Pure Mood soundtrack. Cut to Kieran's interpretation of the Pure Mood soundtrack. <laughs> Experience pure moods, the perfect soundtrack for your way of life. So, uh, Jeff Goldblum, he he confronts Boss Baby. Well, Boss Baby escapes. Boss Baby escapes. First, they make a giant machine of war. Yeah. And then he uses glue from the glue kid to climb on the building. Yes. And uh, he he meets Jeff Goldblum, who is expecting him. Uh, and it turns out Jeff Goldblum is a baby. A giant, a, a 
a baby in a, in a mechanical suit, a super smart baby. Yes, we find out his origin in a little bit, but he is not from Baby Corp. It's like a, management. This it's like ba- uh, Newt was saying it was like Baby Geniuses, like the plot for Baby Geniuses two, which I've never seen, so I don't know what the hell he's. Doing. I only saw Baby Geniuses one, but Boss Baby I feel like does steal a lot from that. Uh, with the whole like babies are super smart before they hit a certain age. Mm-hmm. It's like what other what what's the point of that? I don't know. What does he say to the boss baby? Because this isn't when he's taking them on tour, is it? No, he pretty much says, hey, you're smart too. Yeah. I'm looking for like a lieutenant kind of a thing. Okay. Come with me. It says you're blue right now. We're going to make you purple. Purple's the smartest of all the babies. Oh. And you're going to come to a secret meeting tonight. Okay. So yeah. that you can learn about my nefarious plan. But right. until now, ta-ta, Turtel. Yes. And then he's hanging out in the uh, playground, and that's when his brother comes to meet him. And it does a Shawshank. The Shawshank thing. But yeah. he's like, yeah, I was in the box, which means the Amazon pet pod, and they like don't, they, they're scared. Because it's it. like solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, and, and that's when they have their fight. Right, right, right. They uh, argue, what is it, like you weren't there for me, and we're supposed to be there. For- yeah, I don't need you. Go do your dumb shit. I'll do my dumb shit. Yeah. The, the yeah. movie, yeah, I think it's an, it's um an hour 47 minutes or something mm. like that it's like a good 20 minutes too long oh yeah because you really feel it in this part where like there's so many times where they they break up and come back together there's mm. like three times and it's like oh my god yeah and then this is also when the dad is trying to like pretend to be that kid and get to go home with them and he's like i'm very poor and- yeah like he decides oh if i'm not going to help the boss baby i'm gonna go hang out with my Daughter. daughter so i can like yeah. relate more to her yeah. yeah again back to the future vibes back uh-huh. to the future vibes uh and yeah then then they have that secret meeting we find out other babies are in on this conspiracy and the, uh, yeah the and there are, are also ninja babies there are ninja babies and ninja babies are chasing boss baby and at one point they all hit the wall like a flood of water and it reminded me of the zombie cars from fast eight yeah. Which you guys can watch that review. We talked about Fast 8 and I guess also World War Z. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then Jeff Goldblum baby saves him. And basically his whole thing is, yeah, I have all these babies just randomly hitting stuff, writing code for all these apps. Yeah. They, they kind of say like it's kind of like if you have a million monkeys typing on typewriters, yeah. they'll write Shakespeare kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're making apps. So it turns into the plot of Kingsman at the end. Right. With Valentine and uh, Samuel Jackson. Right, character. right, right. Remember Kingsman 2? That movie was not that good. They fucked it up. I oh, love Kingsman 1. The prequel's coming out. The Kingsman? Yeah. But, like, who cares about a prequel? Yeah. Everyone in the movie is either going to die or become evil. Yeah. By the time the first movie happens. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're making apps. They made, uh, they made a Snapchat uh, like Cat Chat app, yes. Cat Snap, Stock Crush. Yeah, it's like Candy which, Crush, but which stocks. Boss Baby loves. He loves Stock Crush. So they make apps, and it has, and, and the um, I guess the, the crux of it, and something that's been going throughout the whole movie, is there's a pageant, a Christmas pageant. Uh, sorry, holiday pageant. Holiday pageant, which we'll, which we'll talk about because they the make holiday, it very clear it's a holiday pageant. The holiday pageant. Yeah, is where. The, the 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 app like the like all the shit's gonna go bad at the holiday pageant right um and Tabitha is going to sing there his daughter yes and now you ha- in the whole movie they do this whole thing like are you actually gonna be there to watch your daughter go um uh, on the play like you know like the the trope where it's like oh you didn't come see my play you didn't come to the big game or yeah, whatever yeah 
which again I've mentioned in the past I can't relate to because my dad was a cop and he missed a lot of holidays and stuff and yeah you I can just, see yeah. you just fucking get over it stop crying kids that's basically my I don't know does anyone else relate to that I don't mm. uh, uh. anyway um yeah but oh, so so the, the new app he's making uh will give them power because he's like oh will the app give us love he's like no power and then boss baby's like I'm in Right, because Boss Baby's kind of on his side a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Because he's like, oh, it's a baby. Yeah, they want power. Like, yeah, the adults did fuck up the world. Maybe the baby should be in charge. Yeah. And then um, back at home, uh, Ted is still, or no, Tim is infiltrating his family. Uh, and then he finds out that his daughter doesn't hate him. She's, she's afraid of, like, letting him down mm. and wants to make him proud. Right. And then the parents show up, which I think is Jimmy Kimmel and Lisa Kudrow. It, uh, it's Lisa Kudrow from Friends and that guy from The Man Show. Or the guy from Win- Ben Stein's Money. That's him. We're right, right. That yeah. guy. I don't know where he went nowadays. Yeah. but I heard he cries a lot. Oh. Right. He's on that Kevin Smith train. Oh, God. Yeah. What mm. the fuck? I think he cried again recently. Mm. Like, after we made fun of him crying the last time, I think he has since cried again. It's Was weird. it He-Man related? Oh, God, yeah, probably was. He-Man is mentioned in this. Do you think he cried at the He-Man stuff in this movie? There's a lot of He-Man stuff in this. A lot of He-Man There's a stuff. lot of universal properties in this, more yeah. so than Disney does. Yeah, not as much as you would think, though. You mm. think... I don't, I don't know what Universal owns anymore. Uh, Jurassic Park. None of Fa- that, surprised. Uh, well, I guess they share that with Amblin. Um, the Fast Saga. So they pretty much, that's like the biggest action franchise on Earth. Yeah. So they got it covered. Yeah, so the grandparents come, and uh, they were making fun of, um, what's it called? They were making fun of uh, Tim. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's on Tim time because he has an overactive imagination. Yeah, like they're kind of making fun of him to his own face, but he doesn't realize it. So that means they're all shit-talking him behind his back. Yes. And And he's like, uh, oh. And then, while that's happening... We cut back a little bit to uh, Boss Baby with Jeff Goldblum, and he tells his backstory where his parents were child psychologists that made him listen to like 10,000 hours of Mozart or something. Yeah. And this made him so smart, but he hated his parents for not being as smart or for being in control. So Uh, he left. I'm pretty sure Baby Mozart doesn't do anything. Remember that Baby Mozart? I don't know. You'd play like you'd play Mozart for your baby. Oh, yeah, and instead it was supposed to, like, help your, like, your baby's brain Didn't or do fucking shit. Yeah, why did they think that would work? You should let your baby watch Amadeus, the 1984 seminal classic. Yes. Which with was, Jeffrey Jones. Which was referenced in Last Action Hero. Yes, it was. Please don't mention Jeffrey Jones in a movie about children. I like Ravenous. And Mom and Dad Save the World. Please don't mention Cuties fans in a movie about children. <laughs> And stay tuned. God damn you. God damn you. Ed Wood. We have Ed Wood over there. He's oh, in he's, that. Yeah, he was. Uh, what's his name? He was in a movie we reviewed. Uh, well, not me and you, but uh, me and uh, Newt reviewed uh, Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's when the Cuties fans joke started. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah. So he like left home and uh, the pageant is going to be B-Day. The baby revolution. Yeah. Not birthday. Baby day. B-Day. Uh, yes, because some of the babies get very confused. The babies from all parts of the world, because we could tell by which hat they're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some of that in there, of like Senor, uh, Senor Squeak and stuff like that. There's yeah. a little stereotype stuff in there, but 
for yeah. no reason. And then uh, I like when Boss Baby goes home, the grandparents are still talking shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, Ted, he tried to sue us a couple times. It's like, yeah, wow, Boss Baby was a real boss dick. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now all the heroes are together. The, yeah. The, and then the, uh, the, 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 ba- the both Boss Babies, the girl and the boy and the brother. Yeah. And then they're sad because they're like, they used to be so close and now they're not anymore. And that's very, very sad. Yeah. Uh, but then we find out that Tabitha is a mad scientist. Right. Because her fish has an enlarged brain. Oh, and- yeah. And it, it screams with a speaking spell. Yeah. And it's like, it's trying to say hello, but it's stuck. And it's just like, hell. Yeah. It, it, it just keeps saying hell. And, and it's then, like um, this awful fish. But it, but its name's Hawking, like Stephen Hawking. And it sounds like Stephen Hawking. That's weird. That is weird. Uh, but then the dad's trying to teach her how to, like, sing. Uh, because she's terrible. And as when she first sings, the fish just goes, please stop, please stop, please stop. Uh, but then they sing that song by uh, Yusuf slash Cat Stevens. These days he goes by just Yusuf or Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens sings the, the, the Wild World song. Yes. Uh, but this is some other song by him, I think. Some imagination song. Uh, and through this magic of hanging out with her dad, she can now sing more gooder. Oh, you keep looking over there. I was I thought maybe the camera died or something. No, I was just looking at myself. Figuring out why I'm sitting here. <laughs> Boss Baby reads his file because his niece is like, you got to read your file. And then it's a letter from his brother. Yeah, that was the letter that made him leave Baby yes. Corp in the first movie. Right. And it was the brother saying it was a memorandum. That was a big part of the first movie. Saying, right. hey, I love you. I'm always going to be with you every year, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And so that's where they need to get back to. So. Right. And then uh, at some point, Baby Corp is going to take care of everything. Right. But we see Tina, like, fake something. She's like, what? We need more evidence. Okay, yeah, I'll get it. She wants the brothers to work together on it rather than call in support. So she fakes that Baby Corp's not coming for help. Yes. Uh, to continue their mission, which I think she's putting a lot at stake there. Yeah, a lot of stake. Because <laughs> this is like a global, pretty much every adult will... Become a zombie and die. And at uh, this point, uh, Boss Baby has fixed the wizard's arm with a He-Man toy. He-Man arm. Yes. He has the sword of power. Yes. And Mm -hmm. Castle Grayskull's there. Castle Grayskull's there, which sits in Newt's office. (laughs) Toys. They're for children, am I right? So their plan is to go there, uh, put a computer chip inside Jeff Goldblum's mech suit, just talking about this movie, it just feels like I'm making a bullshit. Right, because they do a scene like Ocean's Eleven style or, or like Mission Impossible. Or like yeah. Edward Edgar Wright thing or Mission Impossible yeah. where they talk about what they're going to do and then you see it go down. Mm. Um, yeah, and their plan is to like control him and then empty out a suit and then everyone takes pictures of him because he was exposed as a, a baby man. Weird. Very weird. So when they get to the pageant, uh, Boss Baby finds out that the app is a way to like brainwash people. The the yeah the picture app. Yeah, and basically you can control their mind. And at the uh the the pageant, they're singing about all the countries and people around the world that celebrate holidays at that point in time. And you, they go from this country and this religion, and then they go to just agnostic, and it's just a kid. 
Yeah, in, in all black, looking like Steve Jobs. Yeah, just blowing a bubble. They're like, agnostic. And then they're like, and Hanukkah. And then there's a bunch of kids pretending yeah, they're to be like, a Yeah, they're like, Christmas and Dwali and <laughs> agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> that one, That's probably one of the funniest parts of the movie. That one was probably Give the movie that. With the snow in this movie, all that, this was clearly supposed to come out six months ago. Yeah. This is a Christmas movie. Yeah, this is definitely one of those, like, let's hold out. Maybe we can get it in theaters. And then, then like, why not just wait till the end of this year? Is something else coming out that they didn't want to compete against? I don't really keep an eye on that kind of thing. Well, Universal just put out Fast 9, which is going to clean house pretty good. Um, maybe they just need something to push the app. Like, oh, they had to put Peacock, it in the- yeah. They had to put it in theaters, because uh, why not? But, yeah, that's a good way to push the app. Mm. I mean, it worked with HBO. They put... Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters. Which is weird because um, the last movie had like a budget of like $120 million or something, and this one only got 80. They didn't have to work that hard this time. Oh, because they had they have, tech. They have the show, they have the merch, they have a built-in That's franchise. True. This is just like another... <laughs> you don't got to pay Kevin Spacey. Yeah. This is just like a commercial for their boss baby shit. That's true. It's kind of like... Um, oh, in fact, when we turn on our TV, there was an ad for Boss Baby yeah, the, on the, the fucking TV. The ad on the Samsung TV was like, watch Boss Baby 2 right now. Mm. Uh, I forget when this comes out, but we mentioned it in like the uh, Toy Story episode, uh, which either comes out before or after this. But no, that I mentioned in that like uh, Disney had that model where they're like, oh, we'll put less money into the sequel. People are going to buy it no matter what. That's true. Yeah. It's a smart business model. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make for a good movie, but it's a smart business model. So, yeah, the dad is sad because he has to, like, stop this, like, plot. But then he's going to let his daughter down because that's, like, a big thing. He needs to see her sing or she needs him to see her sing. Even though, like, like I've done stage stuff before. Like, you can't see anyone in the fucking audience. Which, it's to so be bright. fair. They do show a little they bit. They do show. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they go to stop the uh, the plot, but it turns out it was a trap. Jeff Goldblum was on to them. The whole time. Also, the song they sing sucks. You were singing it. Yeah, because it's Can I it's point catchy. out that also, not only were you singing the song, you and Newt were laughing at, like, most of the jokes in this. It was funny. You were laughing. It was embarrassing. We're laughing at what? Like, oh, that looks like Crystal. Ha, ha, ha. That's what we were doing. No, no. You were laughing at the actual jokes in the movie. There's a few good jokes. <sighs> It, it, it's a movie exactly made, a few it's a movie made for well-adjusted people you, i'm sorry you laughed more than a few times newt i think was legitimately well, liking it well newt's a well-adjusted adult and i look like a giant toddler so it you know <laughs> i'm the boss baby so yeah, he captures them and puts them in the amazon pod uh but then he starts filling it with water like he's gonna drown them yeah the ninjas put him in there yeah that was a little yeah he's weird. gonna he's gonna drown them to death I wish that it played like it, the Enya song stops, but I wish you heard it underwater, like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Tabitha goes to sing her song, yes. and like I said, the lights she can't see that her dad's not there, so it gives her the confidence. She just pretends he's there. She uses her imagination. Oh my god! Oh, they get kidnapped before the song plays. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. And then she sings the whole song, and it's about being friends or whatever. Yeah. It's like together we're friends forever. Yeah. But while that's happening, people are trying to take pictures of their stupid kids, and they're all getting zombified. Because, yeah, because dumb... when, when they take a picture of themselves, it yeah. zaps them. Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> so everyone's zombies. Uh, Tabitha's sad that her dad's not there. Well, Tabitha thinks everyone's just taking videos of her and laughing at her. Oh, Cause, right. Because right. no one's clapping except for uh, Boss Baby 2. Oh, right, right, right. Electric right, right. Boogaloo. But then Jeff Goldblum goes out to celebrate. 
and he controls them and makes them dance like the deleted scene from Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah, well, now he controls all the parents and stuff. And all the other kids at the Acorn Academy didn't realize that um, he was a, a baby. And they're like, wait, our parents are zombified. You're a baby. And some of them are like going with it and some aren't. It's like this weird. Yeah. They're like child soldiers. Yeah, it's bizarre. You think like the older kids would just beat them up. This but... is the plot of Metal Gear Solid Five. The video games are for children. Can you explain what happens in that? Metal Gear is a movie, not a video game. Right. It's a movie. It's a movie. I forgot. Because mm -hmm. I remember someone once put it on a PlayStation, and they said, we're going to play Metal Gear 5, but then nothing. I, well, I no, didn't no. do well, anything for the, an hour. The PlayStation plays DVDs and, and Blu-rays and stuff. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was a video game, but I remember me and my friend, we didn't touch the controller for like an hour, and things were happening. I'm like, oh, this is clearly a movie. Mm. Weird. Weird. Why don't they put those in theaters? That's bizarre. Uh, well, they are, they are making a Metal Gear Solid movie. Oh, God. With yeah. the guy from uh, who uh, directed... Um, Kong, Skull Island. Skull Island, yeah. yeah. Who's uh, in Death Stranding. <sighs> and I got a five star at his uh, place delivering parcels, and he didn't thank me on Twitter. Wow. Wait, what place? What? What? You bring... It's like FedEx Simulator. You, Amazon, you like bring people mm. packages. And I got five, five star the director, and he didn't... Thank me on Twitter. What a jerk. Do you have proof of that? We'll tweet this. Oh, me. I got proof. I got okay. the receipts. We're going to. Hey, uh, Jordan Von Robert. I think your name That's is. It. Acknowledge Justin Silverman. Acknowledge him. Fellow Jew, too. Fellow Jew. Okay. <laughs> Acknowledge your fellow Jew. What's the Jewish word for brother? <laughs> Brosef? I don't know. Also, I don't think it's Jewish. Do you think it's Hebrew? Yeah, Hebrew or Yiddish. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so who saves them from the Amazon pod? Um, the horse. Yeah, the horse who never yeah. left the school, and no one was wondering where the horse was. I feel like that'd be a big deal. <laughs> and they they whistle for the horse. Yeah, and he shows up and he just breaks them out of the pod. Uh, and he could just run through walls and shit. And I kept saying, like, is this horse from, like, Krypton? Like, how the fuck strong is this horse? This is the oh, there is, a, there is a, a super horse. Yeah, and he's in love with Supergirl. It's weird. Well. The 50s and 60s were weird with oh, comics. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Ninja babies fight. And the good babies fight them. And the goth baby, Crystal, has the scariest scene in the Great movie. Great scene. Where she's, Where she's like, like turning off the and... light. She's like a ghost monster thing. Yeah. She beats him up. But I like when they're on the pony. She's like, I like your pony. <laughs> Boss baby Thanks. picks her up and throws, throws her, her away. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, then Tina gets into the mech suit. Another, he has multiple mech suits. I didn't realize he had multiple mech suits. Yes. So he has one for his uh, um, suit or his, his tuxedo. And then he has a leisure suit. Yes. And he uh, goes to, they, they fight each other. So it's like aliens. She has to get in a suit to fight the bigger bad guy. Right. Um, oh, right. Because they find out that the server room is yes. in the giant acorn at the center of the complex. Right. And they have to get the acorn to stop the worldwide transmission of the bullshit because it is like Kingsman. Yes. At the end of the movie. And they're uh, they're all fighting. The, the boss baby and the brother get stuck and they're surrounded by the parents who are zombified and he says it's night of the living boomers uh, it's night of the living boomers and that's when the movie turned it around for me I'm like oh we're shitting on boomers you know what? now I'm the, gonna do it the trailer um, boss baby 2 the, the little girl said something about boomers in the trailer and they cut it out of the final there was, there was I remember that there was a joke about liberals in the first episode of the boss baby show she's like I didn't know your brother was a liberal mm. 
Wait, isn't this the plot of Terminator Genesis with the phone app? Like Skynet's a phone app in that, right? Yeah. That's this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an operating system. I can't remember a lot of that movie, to be honest. I see. I don't know if you want to make a sequel that's ripping off Baby Geniuses too, <laughs> Kingsman at the end, and Terminator <laughs> Genesis. We forgot to mention that earlier in the movie, when the dad was trying to bond with his daughter, he made like a volcano with Mentos and soda, and she wasn't impressed by it anymore. And then at the very end of the movie, uh, Mentos falls. Covered in soda. Well, because soda. because it's a baby who's able to... Because uh, Jeff Goldblum's character is a baby who can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. They're eating a lot of candy and soda all the time. Yes. You know, because you're not you're supposed to eat vegetables and green beans, which they show yeah. in the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the animated series. Yes. They, there's a lot of vegetable eating. Hey, Justin, that's not canon. Don't reference it. Whereas in this, they, they go through the whole, you know, dropping breadcrumbs of foreshadowing of, oh, soda, candy, soda, candy, Mentos, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But if you remember, the Mentos soda ending was done by the angry video game nerd in the Pepsi Man episode, ah. which was my idea. And Boss Baby 2 stole it. Man, I can't believe people would steal your ideas. Do you know any other people who might have stolen some ideas you've had? You will find out in, um, what was the episode we did the other day? Dread. Dread. We did a Dread review, and I, and I talk all about everyone stealing my ideas. So look out for that episode, or watch it if it's coming out. I forget the schedule. I think so. it's in August. Okay, yeah, watch that episode to find out all the people who have wronged Justin Silverman. <laughs> the list goes on. Don't skip the Dread 3D episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so the Mentos, the yeah. Mentos and Soda explode. Yeah, but I like this part where they go to pull the sprinkler. And then oh, nothing happens. Right. Before they do the Mentos and sodas, yeah. they're going to wet the room with a sprinkler. Yeah. Like like a, like a, a fire extinguisher yeah. sprinkler. But then nothing happens. He's like, the school was very expensive. I had to cut corners somewhere. It's like, oh, well, everyone could have just died without a sprinkler. Well, that's system. kind of a mis misnomer or I don't know what you call it, like a myth. Whereas if you pull a fire alarm, all the water doesn't go off. It just alerts no. everyone. No, no. It's just, yeah. The, the, never... only, the only reason that the things go off is because the little material, the filament in them gets yeah. hot and then it pops. Yeah. And then the water comes out because it's holding the water at bay. Yeah, I don't know why people thought they're not. I mean, there's like halo system and shit. You pull it in like all the gas. And yeah, yeah, down, there's but... specific ones. But like the, the just, just the basic ones, because I know this because I remember in school we had assholes who would pull the fire alarms all the time. The sprinklers never went off. Mm. Oh, in my high school, um, there was a bunch of um, bomb threats and people pulling fire alarms. Mm. And what it ended up being is some kid was doing it. And then going out where everyone was like huddled up, like the whole senior class, yeah. and was just selling weed. And he was making thousands because everyone was out there. He was just doing it like all week. And then a bomb sniffing dog found all the weed in his locker and he got arrested. And I don't know what happened to him. So anyway, fire safety. I'm important. sure he made a lot of good decisions in his life. <laughs> That's what happened. It was, all, it was, you know, <laughs> he didn't get to go on senior trip. Oh, darn. We went to Disney World. He didn't get to go see the movie Senior Trip, which I think was a National Lampoon movie. It was. The trailer played for it on the Dumb and Dumber tape. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. I don't think I've ever actually watched that movie. So anyway, the Mentos and Soda yes. blow up the Acorn server room. Yes. And stop the virus or the phone app. Whatever the fuck it was. The MacGuffin. Uh, yeah, and then this is also weird because then like the, the this is when the alarm clock shows up. 
Yeah, and wants to fight even though it doesn't need to, and you don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. And also their magic potion wears off. Wears off, and they start aging again. Yeah, and he's got a long mane of hair. Yeah, it's all happening weirdly. Yeah, and uh, so he's beating everyone up while the dad is, you know, climbing the tree to save his daughter, which he does. He says, like, I was your dad the whole time. You're like, oh, she's like, oh, wow, I told him a lot of things. And it's, it's like, weird. But not like, we- but like, we saw she didn't tell him anything weird, but that yeah, it's line. It's a weird line. It's a weird line. Yeah, and uh, Tina, she teaches Jeff Goldblum. She teaches Jeff Goldblum a lesson about, like, uh, family. Yeah. It's all about family. I don't think you know that. It's <laughs> all about family. Family? Familia. Um, yeah, she teaches him about family, and then everyone reunites with their parents, including the Jewish boy and his black dad. They reunite, and it's just a happy ending. Well, just because he's wearing a dreidel doesn't mean he's Jewish. So he's appropriating your culture? You're not going to stand up for that? It seems like something his father should be instilling <laughs> values into him, not me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so at the very end, Boss Man, uh, he's not there on Christmas and gives them a bunch of presents, presents, including a giant gold statue of the dad, but when he was a little boy. That's weird. But he's holding the thing that says World's Greatest Dad. That's weird. It's bizarre. Because Boss Baby has its own gold statue, and now Tim does, but they're both kids in it, and now there's a giant gold statue in his front yard that's facing the house. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but it turns out he is there. And uh, they 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 fight, and then they make up, and then Jeff Goldblum goes back to his parents, and then the movie ends. Who cares? There's a scene where the mom picks up the phone of like like you oh, know you know like yeah. they, they have like the little phone from Toy Story or like from the seventies. Yeah, and she goes hello, and and like she, it's almost like they were sequel baiting with that, but yeah, it like, happened so quickly. You're like, wait, what? Like she's gonna accept a mission from Baby Corp. And also in the credits, there's no mid-credit scene. There's no post-credit scene either. Like, why? Thank God. They're like, hey, parents, you've suffered enough. Get the fuck out of but here. But aside from the, um, you know, we talked about the visual effects and a lot of the editing's really good in this film, I will say. Camera's always moving. Animation's kind of sloppy, but no. first one had that good as well. No. But did you like the music in this film? No. Like, not the, not like her singing, but the actual, like, score and stuff? No. But it was the same composer as the movie you were in, Hans Zimmer. Oh, it was. You didn't like. You don't like Hans Zimmer. Listen. He was. A, he he did uh, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Dark Knight or, Rises. You asshole. Dark Get Knight it right. Lives? Look, I like Hans Zimmer. I, I think his music's very good, but he does. He he's 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 hit or miss. I feel he like also did this, the music for Amazing Spider-Man Two with Junkie XL. I I feel like this was a yeah like, hey, you owe us ten movies deal yeah. with Universal. Yeah. Because I'm like, why the hell would And also, he... there's times where Hans Zimmer will just, like, rehash some of his stuff. So, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, I do love Hans Zimmer when he's when he's motivated and he wants to do a good job and he's excited about the project, but I don't think he gave a shit about Boss Baby 2 and, and the do- music did not stand out to and me. And doesn't just rip off one of his old scores? No. Yeah, and that was... Boss Baby 2. I didn't like it. I didn't really enjoy it. I don't know. They're going to make a third one, but I don't know what they're going to do. I think they'll just do another show. It's, it's, it's easy. It's cheaper. Yeah. You know, you have a new whole new generation of kids who just saw this, and they're like, oh, now I got to see the first one. Oh, there's a TV show. So. Mm. The first one did well, right? It spawned a whole thing. People liked it for some fucking reason. I mean, this one was on par fine with the first one. Jeff Goldblum was good. 
Yeah, Jeff Goldblum seems like he's genuinely having fun. It's not like Cars 2 or Incredibles 2 where I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Where Shrek 2 was better than Shrek 1 in many ways. I know, and that's DreamWorks. And I feel like Boss Baby 2 could be better than Boss Baby 1. And I like, you know what? I like, speaking of DreamWorks, the Kung Fu Panda movies. Yeah, Even right. though they are for children. Madagascar is uh, okay. No. I like the penguins. No, fuck that. The Kung Fu Panda movies are actually a lot of fun, though. But that's another one where they had a... Yeah, that had a TV show. It did. So didn't Barnyard also have a TV show? Oh, Barnyard. So that's what they do. They make the movie to push a TV show, and then they do a sequel to push like a video game or something. The rich get richer. The rich get richer, and the boss babies get bossier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was the name of the book, Bossier Baby. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's weird. They didn't use that one. Mm. Anyway, that was Boss Baby. It sucked. I didn't like it. I hated it. I I pitched this episode as a joke, and then everyone agreed to it. So here we are with Boss Baby Two. Well, it's you know we figured we talked about Boss Baby One on our former failed podcast. Yes, and we can talk about this on your current failed show. No, it's a very successful show. Not this episode. <laughs> Certainly not. As long as it gets more views than the Pokemon episode, I am fine. Anyway, that was it from us. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, we, I hope that at the time this comes out, we've been doing the voicemail segments. As you know, we filmed these out of order, and we're about to record the first voicemail segment, which will be in the podcast version of the show exclusively. And, And remember to watch the Dread episode that I will be in. Watch the Dread episode that he will be in maybe in August. And uh, watch all the episodes. They're all good. Every episode's good. And make sure to subscribe, too. Please. And thank you. And don't forget about Patreon. Patreon's fun. Mm. You were in a recent mailbag video we did on Patreon. Mm. You opened up a million Pokemon (laughs) stickers, and you felt the need to say the name of every single Pokemon. Yes. And it went on for a long time. So check that out on Patreon. Anything you want to say, Justin? I'm good. Thank you. Oh, follow me on Twitter so I have more Twitter followers than Tony at Hack the Movies. Thank you. Sure. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Newt, another voicemail segment. And this, this time we have Justin with us. Yay. You guys have real headphones. I have earbuds. Yeah, well, I we're very sophisticated. I, I noticed on <laughs> the last time you did this, the first time you did this, yeah. you didn't mention the new podcast set that I built by hand. Yeah. Ryan and you didn't help with. I right, helped. right. The, well, I helped a little bit. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Asshole. You know, him staying out of the way did help us. That's <laughs> yeah. Yes, we were on the new podcast set. I mean, our show is still in the video store, yeah. but for this, we just want to do it here. And yeah, let's let's listen to what all my loving fans have to say to me. Yeah, good. Yeah, okay, first good. we got one from Danny Petruska. Okay. He was the first person to wear the Tony Peak shirt because he lived in Washington, so I sent him the shirt first to take all the pictures at the Twin Peaks location. Hi, Tony. This is Danny Petruska. I just wanted to say that in the summer of 97, I was at my uncle's house. And I was watching Jaws the Revenge, oh. and he came into the room, and he said, what the fuck are you watching, you pathetic fucking kid? Turn okay. this shit off and go outside and play ball. And I finished the movie, and then I went home, and I went to bed. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Well, that was a great, that was a great story. That was riveting. It was a great story. I'm on the dad's side. Jaws the Revenge is terrible. Yeah, go outside and play baseball and, yeah it probably would be better if Which, you were just is playing jaws four yeah. yes mm. yes that's the one that ignores jaws three with uh mario van peoples and michael kane yes mm -hmm. yes which we talked about in the last episode the size of a tangerine hey tony it's uh it's brian um, um i haven't heard from you in a while i know you uh you know you're doing pretty well brian pretty famous on youtube now it's uh brian david he was on the scooby-doo episode of talking about oh things. yeah he wasn't properly uh, introduced he wasn't properly i'm so. not really sure who that is because he was not properly yeah. introduced. Yeah. you just skipped this one <laughs> oh no, i want to hear what he has to say <laughs> so uh well i thought i'd give you a call i mean like i said i haven't heard from you in a while i'd like to come down and uh no, maybe record another episode or something. I know they, uh, no, no. you know, there was another Scooby-Doo movie that they made. We won't be you know doing what? that. Um, yeah, after the he one that, like that we did. Garfield. So, yeah. Garfield? He kind of sounds like Garfield. Don't we have bit. that on the schedule at some point? Garfield? Yeah, there but it's going to be me, you, and the cat. That's right. Uh, Ray Shadow what if What cat. if Brian voices, voices the, the cat? cat. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, reach me anytime. Uh, you have my number. All right. When you got really famous, you took a lot of yeah, people's numbers out. Oh, hold on. You have my number. Uh, you know, reach me anytime. Uh, you have my number. All right. Now, what a fucking asshole. Guy hits 35K subs on YouTube, thinks he's a fucking celebrity or something. Oh. God damn it. That's exactly what Garfield 37. Oh, 37k now 37 uh almost 37. 37 okay right as of this recording we're like 36 960 something we're almost there 69 subscribers have slowed down a little bit please if you're watching or listening please subscribe uh oh danny called back okay good 
Hello, Tony. It's Danny again. I just wanted to say that I watched Army of the Dead. I thought it was Zack Snyder's best movie. Whoa. It was very creative. Whoa. It was original. It was something we've never seen before. Uh, just, wait, no. Can I tell this wait, guy? Wait, Zombies in Vegas. That was Resident Evil uh, Extinction. Can I go to this guy's house and tell him to go outside and play ball? <laughs> Is this the same guy? <laughs> it's the same okay. guy. <laughs> I just got to knock on his door and be like, go outside and play ball. And the like, story was just phenomenal. It was the best two and a half hour movie I have ever seen in my life. Do you agree with this, Justin? Did you see Army of the Dead? I did not. Because we, you watched our episode and we covered it so well, right? No. He's, he doesn't even watch the ones he's in. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the part when the lady drops the queen zombie head on the ground and that it explodes cool. and it makes that like <laughs> noise. I laughed really hard and I hope we get a sequel because I want to see what happens. I'm really thinking that they're going to clone Batista and he's going to come back as Super Batista and have to fight all the zombies. That would and be I hope dumb that enough he, uh, to be Batista in the sequel. bombs them in the sequel because this movie was missing the Batista that. Batista bomb. They really missed out on a great... He didn't Batista bomb anyone. Can I ask you a question? How many people in your fan base do you think are in Mensa? <laughs> the Nambla? 10 would watch No, not Nambla, Mensa. No, not Nambla, you asshole. <laughs> The North, the North American and Marlon Brando, uh, Brando lookalikes. lookalikes. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Danny. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Tony, it's an honor to leave a message for someone so famous. Oh, very famous. You write a book, man. All your stories are write a just book. amazing. So I want more of that. Uh, yeah, you, you have to learn how to write. <laughs> Crystal. Uh, you make the show hot. Just saying. And uh, crystal question. You, you, yeah. You're crystal for this yeah, one. Speak Thank for you. her now. Re- replace Crystal with Justin. Yeah. Johanna, when she's on there, she's hilarious. No, but just uh, yeah, just an appreciation message because you guys rock, and uh, it's great that uh, you're around. So love you, but not in a sexual way. Oh, more God. like an appreciation way. Damn it! So, I'll take the Johanna. Yeah. Message too. Johanna yeah. or Johanna? Bye. It's. Okay, we've talked about this. It's Johanna. Han. And you, you always say Johanna. Yeah, like Han Solo. Yeah. And I think you told or our like, voiceover guy that. So that's why we have. I thought it was like Benny Hanna. <laughs> All right. Hey, Tony. Uh, I was just beating my cock to uh, your OnlyFans. Oh! Oh, this is the podcast version. So I can mention it. OnlyFans.com slash hack the movies. Pretty, this guy's beating his cock to it. Uh, yeah, I don't like the idea of people beating their dicks like they owe you money, like they owe it money. Like, wow, <laughs> wow. What, how do you feel, Justin, about this gentleman? I want to see where it's gonna go. Okay, yeah, had it all greased up and shit. I was just thinking, anyways, uh, you, you need to release a flesh check. I need that Tony from Hack the Movies, a flesh check, a flesh track. Uh, you, you need to release a flesh check. I need that Tony from Hack the Movies butthole. I guess that's you, like, recording yourself. Anyways, uh, show's pretty good. Uh, you guys should just do an episode where you drink the whole time. Huh. Straight drinking. Bad idea. We tried that. I tried that. You know, I did warn our intern if she wanted to stop listening to these at any time when she's sorting it, I would not be mad at her. So he wants you to release a flesh track. 
and he wants that Tony butthole. Yes. No one wants flesh that. Flesh or flush? I thought he said flesh track. Is that like Johanna, Johanna? <laughs> yes, I flush, think so. Flesh, Potato, potato. Hey, guys. Yeah. Danny called back. Oh, good. Well, he's done now. Hi, Tony. It's Danny again. Well, no, no, no. This isn't the jerk off guy. Oh, okay. This is Charles Four guy. Oh, I just wanted to tell guy. you about this one time. I went into a subway. I was ordering a sandwich. Okay. The sandwich maker subway guy goes, sandwich what do you think about the Olympics? And I go, I don't watch the Olympics. Okay. He goes, oh, well, I think USA is going to take the gold. And I say, can you put mayonnaise on my sandwich, please? And he goes, ooh, mayonnaise. And I went, yes, please. And so he put it on. And then he finished up and he handed me the sandwich. And I said, thank you. And I walked away. And I'm pretty sure he wanted to put his penis in my mouth. <laughs> but I said, no, thank you. But he didn't ask me. But I still said, no, thank you. And then I just threw the sandwich away. That's a, that's a waste of money. What kind of, you think it was like a cold cut combo? <laughs> an Italian so, BMT? That, so, that's a sleeper. I like the, uh, the Subway Club. <laughs> so That was so, a good one back so in the day. So he thought the guy wanted to put his penis mm -hmm. in him. And even though the guy didn't say that, and there was no way to know that, Danny still said, no, thank you. Well, no, in, in the gay community, okay. going for the gold means something different. <laughs> did the club have bacon on it? No, it did. Yes, it did. It was no. like, a, like a club. No, it was like a bunch of different ones. And then I would get it with lettuce, tomato, black olives, oil, and vinegar. I'm not a black olive guy. I like black or vinegar. Oh, I love salt, black olives. Salt, and pep, salt See, pepper, oregano. You know, I used yeah. to get the meatball there, but you put, you put pepperoni on it. Oh. And that was always a crowd favorite. When was the last time you've been to a Subway? I haven't been to a Subway in a long time. No, no, They're like at Walmart. Oh, now. you know, what was the last thing you've been on? The actual Subway or a Subway restaurant? The actual Subway. Really? Yeah. And at no time did a spokesperson try to molest me, so... Well, you, you go down there to harass vagrants. Yes. Because you're trying to go down for, like, you know, you want one of those Joker situations yeah. to happen. Yes, yes. All Bernard right. Getz situation, the real guy. Here we go. Well, hey there. It's just, um... It's real nice to, 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 to see them, um... Them actor movies... No, I like, hate a fake southern accent. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of fans in the South. I, you think that's a fake I southern accent? I think that's a fake, fake accent. That's like, yeah. yeah, French fried potatoes. It feel real good. It make me feel real good inside. Make me, make me feel good to see uh, see people with my same mental capacities succeed in the movie industry. So we're the same mental capacity and we're succeeding. Yeah. In the movie industry. In uh -huh. the movie industry. I just want to let you know that I appreciate it. And I thank you from the bottoms of my, <laughs> bottoms of my heart. Oh, he's crying like you do, Newt. He's crying. And he's thinking about the ending of Man of Steel. Yes. Why do people automatically right. go to the southern accent? We I got this rash. Doctors say it should go away, but I don't believe in doctors. Uh, you can do a southern accent and not be accused of being racist. Oh, but yeah. like if I was going to do a Southern accent, I'd add like a Southern, I'd like a fancy Southern draw. Uh, like I'm from Louisiana. <laughs> oh, like, like kind of like a, like a Kevin Spacey in uh, yeah. House of Cards. Or like exactly. uh, Bill's, Bill's, Bill's uncle. Is who Bill's I was uncle of. on uh, King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do nothing wrong. How long have you been there? 35 years. We should have, I've never had a mint julep. We should get mint <laughs> really? juleps. You have? Yeah. Them doctors. Doctors. Anyway, I think that's about all. My head into the Popeyes. 
God's have great ones. Creep up them. Creep up them early. Creep up them good works. And not show the world that people like us can succeed. Well, he's succeeding. He's succeeding. I do declare. <laughs> I think we should get some mint juice. Ma, ma, ma. <laughs> this call gave me the vapors. <laughs> Hi, this is Keith. Oh. I've known Tony for a very, very long time. I'm sorry. Me and my good friend Keith. I'll cut that other part out. <laughs> Me and him had a little business together, and I think at one time Hack Movies was tied to it, and then we closed that business. And now he no longer owns any of it. Oh. Well, thanks for calling but I, in. He should come for that money. But yeah. I still love Keith. I still love Keith. I, I, he, I was at his wedding when the world closed. Keith, if you would like to know where our offices are, <laughs> and, and you'd like you, to meet uh, Tony in the parking lot. deal with him on a daily basis these days. I do truly apologize for just who he is, generally speaking. What uh, the, this is one of my closest friends. What an asshole. Mm -hmm. as, as an OK-ish friend that he is. He, an okay <laughs> oh, he has had me watch the worst movies of my entire life, ever. And somehow, I let him show me these movies multiple times. Actually, for instance, good Ender's Game, which was some of the worst, Ender, worst times Ender's of my Game life. Pretty bad. Harrison Ford. Oh, uh, yeah. Sleepaway Camp. I've watched on. More oh, than Sleepaway one Camp's great. And, great ending. Uh, yeah. I mentioned it. Uh, if you're watching this on Patreon. Uh, we did a little recap of that convention we mm -hmm. went to. And we met Felicia Rose there. Yeah, I have my Sleepaway Camp box set, which used to be Keith's. I yeah. bought it for him out of spite, and then he gave it back. So I had her sign it, and it says, Keith sucks. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, you fucking Do you know didn't. who played, uh, what's her name, um, Angela in part two? Yes, uh, I and forget three. her first name, but it's Bruce Springsteen's sister. Bruce Springsteen's sister. sister. Yeah. yeah, who actually looks... Like Keith's sister a little bit in those movies. Really? Yeah. Oh. Each time was terrible. And then the, the room, of course. The room's pretty good. Is <laughs> comically terrible, but still nonetheless terrible. So, really, uh, in the very first movie I think you ever made me watch with him was Avatar, the live action. Oh, yeah, The Last Airbender. That was the first I oh, think he's a bad reveal. person. Uh, what? Yeah. Really? I just think he's a bad human being yeah. for making somebody do that. Yeah. Not even for the movies. Anyway, just, love you, Tony. Just a bad person. Yeah. Well, by, by, by the way, there were voices in the back. I think you might have did that at work. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what's Keith doing? Oh, he's shitting on his like really good friend, apparently. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> like, Justin and I are friends. Yeah. Oh, you, okay. You uh, are a, guys. I've known you for 20 years. Yeah. I've known you for 10. Yes, that's true. Guys, Gabe called. Oh, no. Uh, hey, Tony and Joanna, it's me, Gabriel Rod Hernandez. <laughs> just Tony no, and new, Joanna. No, Justin. No, maybe Kieran. he left this. Maybe this was for Cassilla. Okay. Uh, so I'm just uh, calling on that uh, phone line that you posted on the Discord, and uh, well, I'm just testing it out. Okay. I hope you guys are enjoying those uh, Fujiwara Gumi tapes that I sent you guys. I, I um, uh, yeah, so since I'm calling anyway, I uh, might as well ask a question. So, are you and Joanna ever going to review uh, Freddy versus Jason? Uh, because I do specifically me and Joanna. Yeah, I think well, it's I'll, pretty I'll funny. Be, I'll be Johanna in this situation. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So, all you guys are uh, saying that you're fans of that movie, and I'm also a fan of that movie. So, I'd love to hear you two uh, have a make a review on it. Not like, you. Uh, you know, talking about tapes or uh, an episode of Hack the Movies. So, uh, yeah. Well, okay. goodbye. Freddy uh, versus Jason. <clears throat> which will be in our Friday the 13th series. Yes, we were reviewing 
the three Friday thirteenths at a time. Every Friday the thirteenth. Every Friday the so 13th. we'll get to it in like twenty twenty three. We'll get to it in twenty twenty three. Maybe we'll film it early. I don't plan on him living that long, <laughs> so you and I will take care of that. I'm definitely looking forward to part eight. Yes. <laughs> you want to play a game? I like Fortnite. Hmm. <laughs> So I think Jigsaw called us. Yeah. <laughs> and, is uh, Jigsaw in Fortnite? That has to be a thing. No. No. Thanos is in it. Well, they do mostly Marvel. I guess Alien is R-rated, and that yeah. made it into Fortnite. Does, like, do they make Thanos like dab? <laughs> yeah, he can floss and dab. That's and fucking do the, stupid. Is Jigsaw, Jigsaw's probably in uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, you, you played that game when I was at your house. Yeah, but I forget if Jigsaw's in it. Everyone else is in it, so he's probably in it. Okay. Hey, Cody. It's Matt from Maddie's Great Adventures again. Just thought I'd say hello and hope you're doing well. Please tell Newt I said hello. Please tell Crystal I said hello. Justin Silverman, Ryan, even James Rolfe and Mike Matei. I will. Let I hope them know. everybody is doing well. We're all doing well, and uh, hopefully you'll come on my show sometime. I'd love to have you on and talk with you. Who buddy. is this? You should go on this, show. this That's is Maddie's uh, Great Adventures on YouTube. Justin and I went on this show. Yes, Great Adventures on YouTube. I hope you're doing well. I'm and, doing well. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Keep up the good work. Well, thank take you. care. If Mike Matei asks. Bye bye. And says, hey, did Matt Dragon call? I'm going to say no. He did not ask about you. <laughs> Specifically. Yes. <laughs> we have two Matt Dragon calls. Oh. It's our lucky hey, day. Hey, Cody. It's Matt calling from Maddie's Great Adventures. When are you going to come on my show, man? You I've, had been a calling whole for you to, I've been saying for you to, to come on, on my show. show. Justin Silverman's been on the show. I've been on the show. Even Newt's been on the show. You gotta come on, man. You gotta come on. Were you guys on. just also, in the chat, or did you? I we saw were you just were in Myrtle Beach yeah. not too long ago. So we were I'm on the show. I'm down here in Myrtle Beach. It's a shame I didn't see you. Down oh, it's here. a shame. It's a shame Funny I didn't how, get to hang out with Matt at Myrtle hello, Beach. And hope you're doing well, Next buddy. Time you go down and let him know. And, I um, I love your channel. Oh, thank keep you. up the good work. And uh, yeah, just uh, just keep being you, man. And uh, have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will take pay. care. Bye bye. I will pay out of my own pocket for you to go down there and do that show live. I did like hanging out at Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach was fun. But you have to hang out with Matt Dragon. He's got a lot of DVDs. Yeah. I'm I'm very busy, guys. No, no, I'm no, no, no. Very, we will handle editing. Three. Justin Newt, and I Newt. will do Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Newt, there's no time for it, okay? Now let's see our last one here in this batch. Tony. Hi. Hannah and Crystal were on to something when they said you should do one on Ginger Snaps, the okay. werewolf movie. I saw it recently. But it's like there's a whole trilogy of that. Yes. There's Ginger Snaps we have two, two which the is the best movie in the franchise. Two and is the best? Prequel, Ginger Snaps. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Three or Unleashed or whatever the fuck it's called. The one girl's name is Ginger. Oh. And I she... thought it was about the cookies. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think you should do yeah, that. You know, being Canadian it. in those films, being Canadian. Um... You'll at least get like a million views per video because I mean, if there's 30 million people in Canada, it's very it's true. <laughs> you assume one third of them Yeah, you yeah. really think about it, but you know, I mean, the if you release them alone. on Patreon, mm -hmm. just do two. I want to see the review of two on regular reviews or 
Whatever the new show's called. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll be on Rental Reviews. Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if randomly just one episode of Rental Reviews came out? It was just Ginger Snaps 2 and then it never came out. Do like, we have do we have any I wonder we have a couple that you didn't air. Rental reviews. We have a couple yeah. you just put on active movies. Yeah. That would well, be amazing. Yeah, Highlander was one of them. Highlander, Masters of the Universe. There um, was uh No oh. Masters of the Universe. That was a misconception. We did a He-Man one. That was the first one we shot. We was the, the He-Man Christmas, Christmas special. Yeah. Oh. And then Kieran said, like, look forward to it in an upcoming thing. And then we decided not to release it because it was terrible. Oh, because James told me you guys did Masters of the Universe. No. We did oh. not do okay. Masters of the and we, Universe. And I wanted to do that with Pixel Dan. Ooh, there was, like, an anime right one, too, right? Uh, I don't think animated He-Man movie. No, 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 no. I mean, there was an anime, like, they reviewed some anime movie, I think. Oh, Fist of the North Star. Right. Oh, right, right. That's cool. We and then uh, uh, we did Perfect Blue, out. but my uh, James forgot to plug his mic back in. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. You know, that is totally original and that you didn't steal. I, oh, did you hear that? Talking about tapes is totally original, and I didn't steal it. That's what good. do you think, Justin? Well, that's it for this voicemail segment. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, keep keep listening, please. And if you want to see a video version of this, it's yeah. on Patreon. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our other videos and Patreon page.